0: And now, here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Aha Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We uh, have a full moon, I believe, tonight. Yeah, tonight. So lots of good energy. Put your crystals outside. Get, let them uh, catch the rays of the moon. And you can do some moonwalking yourself and catch some rays yourself. Um, and let's see. We have our summer by the Sea Retreat coming up. Uh, gosh, it's a little, a little over a month away. So I guess I have to get cracking on all the details for that. And if we have one spot. So if you are interested in um, making our last spot happen, jumping on the last spot, please email me at support at and I will send you information on that. Uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. We have some really great stuff planned. And we'll be working on the cliffs of La Jolla and right by the ocean. And uh, the people who are already booked to come are amazing folks. So um, we'll be meeting lots of good people of like mind And uh, it's going to be great. So we'll give you some details if you want to write to support at com. And then also I will probably be teaching um, a group class, a group group, uh, master class called Second Chances with Your Parallel Realities. And it's all about using um, the multidimensional manifesting and parallel realities to give yourself opportunities for second chances in your life. So if it's with relationships or career or finding your passion or, um, you know, a lot of times in uh, things in our lives that we feel like we just miss or we just never got an opportunity or an opportunity came and went or we just – an outcome just didn't come uh, to fruition for ourselves or um, we feel like we have a personal score to settle with something in our lives that we'd like to have an opportunity at, and you can have those opportunities come to you in multiple fashion and in much better than it ever was before uh, with some deliberate focus and thought. So we're going to talk about that. Um, it'll probably be I won't say the last course of the year for sure, but it'll definitely, It's I'm going to be teaching it just one time because it's a specialty course. So keep an eye on your inbox for that. Hopefully I'll have that out by before the end of the week. All right. So today's topic is patience. And um, it was kind of inspired by a conversation I was having with a client the other day, and she was saying to me, and she she's wonderful, one of my favorite clients. And um, one of the things about her is that she's extraordinarily um, diligent and dutiful and focused, and uh, she's a perfectionist. And one of the things she said to me is, you know, I've been doing my alignment sessions, i am been doing these different things, and I've been patiently waiting, um, and I know I'm supposed to have more patience, but I'm getting impatient for, you know, the outcomes and whatever. And I said, well, no, you're not supposed to have patience. Uh, Patience in the world of multidimensional manifesting can really actually get in your way. Patience is a holding energy. It's like holding your breath, folding your hands like you did at the dinner table as a child, and you're hungry and you want to bang your fork and knife on the table, but your parents say, be patient and fold your hands and you sit up straight and you wait politely at the table for your dinner to be served. And then, you know, the dinner or dessert or whatever it is that you want to be served. Um, or you go to the little kids' parties and everybody's told, fold your hands and wait patiently, you know, you're just waiting for something to be bestowed upon you. So essentially when, when a parent told us as children to be patient, I mean, they meant to be still and to uh, stop motion. Right, to stop forward motion, to stop wanting, yearning, um, desiring, just sit, sit and wait. And waiting is also an activity, but it's an activity that on a frequency level kind of works backwards. Frequency never goes, it never stops. So when we talk about working with our frequency and focusing on that as our primary objective, as opposed to um, focusing on uh, other things, you know, on our physical worlds and all our mental minds, what we're talking about is movement. We're talking about so frequency always is in motion. Okay. and it's, you know, subatomic particles, our quantum grid field that we're talking about all the time, even our, our big ball of energy that's our higher self and even the energy that's within our bodies and even every cell in our bodies, thing is always in constant motion, even if you're sitting still. Every subatomic particle is moving and it's reacting to thought and to influence, okay, and intention. So to say be patient, to say uh, be still, um, in this context, is to, to say stop motion and hold your breath and wait. And that puts us into, on a frequency level, puts us into what I call a purgatory parallel. It puts us into um, a parallel where we're in a state of waiting instead of a state of allowance and a state of receiving and a state of generative energy or creative energy. We're sort of, We're waiting. We're on hold. And it's kind of a false idea when it comes to frequency because either your frequency is going forward or it's going backwards. It's not staying the same. It's always resonating with something. So if you're in a state of patience and quote unquote and you're trying to be obedient to the idea of patience, then you can be um, actually commanding the frequency because you're you're not in a state of active motion forward. Now Active motion forward does not mean staying gripped, attached, trying to push things, doing stuff. What, we're, what it, it, it means that instead of patience, what we want to have is an active state of allowance. So are you necessarily taking specific actions? No. There are times when you want to be in a state of allowance. It's different than patience. Patients, you can always almost feel the backwards momentum of that energy when you say allowance it's like i'm allowing it in it's like if you go to a fence white pick a fence and um let's say your your dog got out and the dog is on the wrong side of the fence you're on the inside of the fence near your house and the dog is on the outside of the sidewalk trying to get back into his yard you're going to open the gate and allow him in you're going to allow him in so you open the gate and but you don't like come in and you know, you, he he wants to come in, so you don't need to grab him and shove him in the gate, right? He's coming in with his own steam, his own engine, and you open the gate and he runs right in the gate. That's what you that's an active state of allowance. You're opening the gate, meaning the gateway is open, you're in receptivity mode, you you see motion, you expect motion because this animal is saying, I want to get back in my house, I'm scared, I don't like being outside of the fence and um and You open the gate and it scoots right in, okay? So this is very different than patience. And when it comes to your manifesting projects, um, a lot of times patience is also looked at as resignation, resignation to uh, what we've seen happen in the past. We have a tendency to look over to other people and see what happened for them, we do reviews and and whatnot, and try to sort out you know okay well, if this happens for this person, then what you know what will happen for me that might you know more than likely that'll happen for me too and and this type of thing, and so it really, really puts you in a parallel where stuff never comes to fruition. you're always in in that patience mode now, another word that gets in the way pursuing. Okay, being in pursuit of something. When we're in school, so now we're going to grow up a little bit. We're going from sitting patiently, waiting at the dinner table for our bowl of ice cream for dessert as a child, we're going to move into a teenager or a college student when we all start to get pat on the head for the word pursuing. What do I mean by that? Uh there's a transition point in our adolescence where we start to – it start there. there's an expectation. You know, it starts off with, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? And then as you get closer and closer to college and then on into college, you start to hear, what career are you pursuing? Like, there is no expectation that you should have a career already because you're too young and you don't have experience yet. But the glory comes in your pursuit, right? So – the pursuing energy is it's chasing down this big idea that's off in the distance off in the future. Just the idea that you're in a pursuit of something and if it sounds admirable, get you the reward of high recognition. oh, he's pursuing being a neurosurgeon, oh, she's pursuing you know being a scientist or so she he's pursuing uh you know um. Ice skating in the Olympics, oh, this one's pursuing a career on Wall Street. And 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 depending on your age, if you're young enough, that you're pursuing is rewarded, right? And these people are just a pet on the head. Oh, my gosh, she's pursuing a career. Oh, she works so hard. She's so diligent in her pursuit of this career. Oh, you know, and everything is based on potential, right? So you start to get highly rewarded for the pursuit. Well, in the world of parallel realities a multi multidimensional manifesting frequency energy space and consciousness pursuing really isn't, isn't a good idea <laughs> because then you stay if your focus is on the actions of pursuit it's not on the actions it's not on the the action of receiving it's it's in the in the the energy is being spent on the churning of the wheel not on getting to that destination allowing it in. So you want to take the word pursuit, you know, out of your vocabulary in, in, in this regard because you don't want to be holding yourself in this constant like treadmill type of experience. And people very subtly, between the patient part and the pursuing part, it can keep you locked up in a non-receiving zone for long enough that you start to get discouraged and then you really start to send your frequency backwards because now you have an expectation that it won't work. And it's not working. And then you call me for a session, and oh, Mari, it's not working. Well, why is it working? Well, I was patiently waiting. I did my things that you said. I was, I'm pursuing, and I, you know, uh, pursuing getting a new car. And I was patiently waiting for it. And then I was down here, and now this, I, this doesn't work for me. And I, well, you're doing all the wrong thing. Patience and, and pursuit. You, you're keeping yourself. You're telling the energy, hold it hold it at bay. If you say, okay, I already own the car. I'm just allowing the frequency to load in. And I have an active state of allowance of that frequency loading in. Then there's a very different energy. There's no patience involved. There's no pursuit involved because there's an expectation because you already have it. You've already connected with that parallel. You've remote viewed that parallel, in that parallel. You're living that parallel. You're just at the point, the earlier point in the parallel where you don't have the physical car just yet, but it's loading in. So what are you doing? You're in an active state of allowance. When you're in an active state of allowance, what that means is that you're listening. That's not patience. It's listening. You're listening to your intuition, you're listening. This is why it's so important to be fluent in the language of your intuition. Um, you're, uh, you're, you're taking a- inspired action as you get hits to do so, intuitive, uh, you know, head nods to do so. You're following the breadcrumbs, the energetic breadcrumbs that are coming your way. You're paying attention to the signs, symbols, synchronicities. You are paying attention to your body, how your body feels. You're feeling, whether you're feeling a sense of lightness or you're feeling a sense of expansiveness or you're feeling a sense of allow for now. So your, your energy will never say be patient but your energy will say just allow for now. Just allow for now. Okay? As opposed to be patient. It's much more active. It's much more hopeful. It's much more expectant, right? There's a list. There's a list. And that's what you want. You want to always keep your energy, recognize that your energy is always in a vibratory movement. Okay? Now it may seem like it's treading water because there's certain things loading in. Let's think about this. See, if it's treading water, if you're if the frequency is kind of treading water, which it really isn't, if something's loading in, you you think of it as like a dot, right? Let's say just like a little particle, one particle. And then what loading in is, is another particle comes and attaches to the first one and another one, and it's configuring. Now, how is it configuring? It's configuring based on the blueprint that you have with your intention and what you're holding up. We talk about this every week. So as you hold up new car to that grid, you say, I feel it, I'm in it, um, I'm in the active state of allowance, I'm allowing it in, the frequency is coming. When you start to get a little impatient, you're going know, to start to get worried and anxious, which is also sending you backwards in the frequency. That worried, anxious, impatient, doubtful, comparing and competing with other people, you know, asking, you know, over and over again, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Oh, my God, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? All of that is setting the frequency backwards. It's not treading water. It's sending it backwards. That means you've taken your progress off the rails and sent it backwards. That, oh, 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 I've been in doubt, oh gosh, oh gosh, I've got to do another analysis session, you got to find something, you get some sort of sign or something, you say, oh, okay, okay, and then all of a sudden you send the energy forward, so then you start getting more signs of positive, and then you start sending energy backwards, because somebody says something critical, and you start to doubt it, and then you start to look for everybody else's approval, that's another thing that can send the frequency backwards, you see what happens, and you go back and forth, so it's gas break, gas break, gas break, what happens when you do that in the car? It just lurches along, right? So that's what most people are doing to their frequency all day long. They're being reactive. They're looking at their circumstances. They're evaluating their life from the circumstances that they see. They're reacting, 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 reacting. And so everything, there's nothing that's predictable in their lives energetically, and they don't have a whole lot of hope energetically because they feel victimized by these things on high. And they start to get what we call superstitious. I know if I don't do this, then that will happen. If I do do this, then this could happen. They get superstitious. There is a big difference between superstition and intuition. Two totally different things. Okay? Two totally different things. Superstition comes from a backwards frequency of, uh, of, of and a disempowered frequency of things can happen to me from a victim's perspective. Intuition is an actual language that swings between the physical and the non-physical beings, your physical and non-physical selves, okay? And it's the only language that can be initiated from both sides of the veil, meaning you can initiate it from the physical side and it is received on the energetic side. You can initiate it energetically and it can be initiated energetically and sent to you in the physical. Then when that happens, it feels like an aha moment, right? When your consciousness and you're in the in the um non physical connect and and your consciousness actually picks up on it in your mental mind it feels like an aha moment. Okay. So that's that's what that is, you know? And so superstition versus intuition. You want to be very careful. It's funny, in the last week I have had four people call me and say, Do you think I have a curse on me? Oh do you think somebody put a curse on me? I think somebody put a curse on me. Can you help me to get a curse off? And it tells me exactly where they're at in the spiritual development, which is extremely, that's like extremely primitive thinking in the sense of how things actually work. However, um, surround yourself in white lights and it are on this merry way. However, what it really says is that people feel like things are happening to them. They're reading out their circumstances and their circumstances aren't looking the way they want them to look. One person said, Oh, you know, it's because my car broke down and then I had another car and it broke down too and then I had a flat tire and then uh a bill came in I couldn't pay and then my boss started yelling at me and there must be something something's happening to me. that somebody cur- put a curse on me. Uh somebody told me that, you know uh you know, that somebody gave me the evil eye and that's why all these bad things are happening. No? you gave yourself the evil side by focusing only on the negative things. And then the frequency you're so entrenched and then you're victimizing yourself. So the frequency is just responding, responding, responding. One of the best analogies that I channeled earlier this week. And I just started laughing. It's really, really good one. Um, for those of you on social media, I think everybody most, if you're listening to blog talk, you're probably on Facebook. Um, when you're on Facebook or Google or YouTube or any of these things, you know how they have the algorithm so that whatever you click on, you start to see more of. So when I was, like, all enraged over the election, it was just constant, like, every single art of the feed was about that election or Trump or whatever. Um, and I finally decided, I, you know, I can't take it anymore. Uh, you know, I don't need to repost these things. Everybody else is seeing it anyway. Um, and I need a break. So then, you know, I decided to start clicking on the goat videos again, and the pig videos, and the recipes, and all inventions, and all that kind of thing, and, uh, and the funny videos. And then all of a sudden, my feed changed so quickly to more goat videos, like clicked on one goat video and then another one came up, and then I clicked on that, and then a pig one came up, and I clicked on that, and then a dog one came up, and then, uh, then the animal shelves are coming up, and, you know, because it's the al- it's, there's an algorithm that's going on where whatever you click on, whatever you focus on, you get more of on Facebook. Well, guess what? The Energetic Grid works the same exact way. <laughs> so if you are, like, on a tear one day because there's just something that this administration does that you know, you can ignore a lot of it, but there's that one thing. They're killing the grizzly bears or, they you know, they're, they're killing the EPA or they're dumping or it's the, the pipelines and who knows what, Russia, whatever. Whatever it is, you, you decide that one day, that thing really, I have to put comment on that. I just have to share that. All of a sudden, you get it's reinforced by another thing coming up, and then another thing coming up, and it's all kind of in the category, and it gets very finely tuned. I happen to be a marketer, and there are actually uh, Facebook puts out a specific piece of, uh, uh, it's like a little piece of code that that people can put on their websites, the advertising can put on their websites uh, and so that whenever you click on, whatever you click on will come out in the advertising. It will align with the advertising feed, and that feed will start to show you things that you just clicked on on Amazon, et cetera. And it's all crisscrossing, right? They're all in cahoots with each other. So, And a lot of money is being made and a lot of conversion, conversion being, you know, from a lead to a sale. Because if they keep, you, you know, you look at a pair of slacks on, on uh um, you know uh, nordstrom.com and then you look at the same pair of slacks on amazon and then you get on facebook and all of a sudden you see those slacks coming up and then you go on random sites that have advertising and all of a sudden that same pair of slacks for the price the sale price and they keep reminding you that a lot of people go in and buy because they're constantly being like yeah i really do want those slacks don't i oh yeah you know it's just constant reminder um it's awful when you. When you look at something that you really don't want and, you know, you're looking for somebody else, for instance, all of a sudden, like I think I looked up American Girl Dolls once for my niece and, oh, God, everything was American Girl Dolls for a week. It was ridiculous. Um, so, so, you know, it works and it does. But the point is, for us, is that whatever you focus on, just like a Facebook algorithm, you're going to see a lot more of, and it's that sensitive. One thought will bring another of like thought and another and another. And another. So with that being said, wouldn't it make sense to deliberately think thoughts that you want to see happen? Right? Um, the other day I was talking to a friend and she's drove me crazy. She's driving me crazy. And she's really out of integrity with some things she's doing and it's really bothering me with this really big thing about that and I was really on a tear in my head, because there's just a lot of history there and stuff. I was really on a tear in my head, in my heart, and I just kept thinking about it. They have the shower I'm thinking about, uh, uh, driving around thinking about, ah, And, you know, I could just see things were kind of, they weren't bad. Things weren't going bad because I have, you know, pretty entrenched high frequency because I work on it all the time. But I did notice a little, you know, a few little blips here, and then I said, you know, Martin, you really do have a choice. You don't have to think like this. You can just say, you know, that's her, that's her bubble, that's her world. Leave it alone. Step away from it and focus. Let's focus on all the good things that are happening. Let's focus on all the new projects, all the new things. And I did. I just changed over the, um, I changed everything over to a totally different, you know, to higher vibrational thought. All of a sudden, things started to fall into place. I mean, just really amazing things and um small, medium and large. And I because I immediately felt relief, right? So what we're going for, in addition to um an active state of allowance, okay, always remember that you're always moving. There's no treading water on frequency. Are you going forward or are you going back? There's no quote maintaining frequency. Like people say, Oh I feel really good, Mary, how do I maintain it? How do I get this stay just like this? And Don't be deceived. There's not one specific one point of frequency that you're getting to. What you're getting to, what you want is a specific range of frequency. Okay, so it might go feel a little bit higher a few minutes, it might feel a little lower, a little higher, it might feel almost very similar. But don't think that because it feels similar that, you know, it's a one, one dot. It's not a flat line like on a, on a machine when somebody passes away. That's like what frequency would look like if it was just there was no frequency, right? It's like, right? That's not what you're going for. But a lot of people think they are. They're trying to hold on to it. Oh, I don't want to feel so happy today. how do I make it feel like this all the time? I hear this on the telephone. I hear people, and I even hear practitioners promise that. You're gonna be joyful every single day of your life. Well if you choose to you can. You can find joy in everything and that's we've we've talked about that on past shows. You can choose joy piece by piece by piece. So then you look back at the day and you say, you know what, well, on an overall scale, uh I was in a joyful range for a good chunk of today. And you know, it doesn't mean that you have one specific point of joy because the joy of, let's say, your cat greeting you in the morning um, is different than the joy of a client having a breakthrough, which is different than the joy of catching a great sale on zucchini and Whole Foods. They're all joy, right? They're all lift. They're going in the upward direction, but they're at different levels, right? Because if you really invest in your clients, and that client has a major breakthrough, vector field, and you've been working with them for nine months on a particular thing, and they finally, uh, from their own engine, had an insight, their aha, their you know where they really came into being with it, it pops, right? Then you have um, the 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 cat greeting you. That that's a lift it's like a love kind of a joy right it's like this oh wow you know like this this visceral connection with another being um so there's different types of joy so what you're doing is you're looking for a frequency range don't get yourself in a in a mess with the word patience pursuing looking for a single solitary state of being that can be maintained all the time and holding yourself up to standards that just don't exist. You know, a lot of people sell programs saying promising this. Be careful with that. Be discerning. That's not, you know, that's not reality. And even in the nonlinear way, it's not real. In nonlinearity, it just doesn't happen. You can get a certain feeling tone and be within a certain... Narrow range, right? So that your majority of your uh, frequency is kind of hitting in this in a certain range, but it's still bouncing, you know. Like as I'm speaking, because some words are shaped one way with the mouth and the other, you know, and, and you use a deeper tone of voice for some words and a higher tone of voice for other, you know, these types of things. If you're looking at an equalizer uh, and looking at the how the sound is coming out, it's an, it, it's going it's into ranges, okay. So this is really giving yourself some um, permission and to 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 allow things in because now think about it you're not trying to hold yourself you know holding your breath hang on one second oh my gosh so much construction going on um, and so patience is like holding your breath right. It's trying to hold a certain frequency. It's like, and I hear people do this all the time. They get on my calls and they do an alignment session or they visualize and then they wait. They do it like a recipe. Okay, I did this, I did that. I did this, I did that. And then they hold their breath and they're waiting. They're waiting for a result. They're looking for signs, but they're holding their breath because they don't want to get out of the high emotion they're supposed to have to keep it coming in, to keep it coming in. And they get themselves like a white knuckle on the energy. That Unfortunately, sends you into a state of backwards momentum and what we call a purgatory parallel. Okay, um, one of the other things that you can do to sort of slow yourself down, and sometimes people uh, do this to pump themselves up. There are certain people who like to compete with everything, right? And I, I had a friend like this, and she would, like I always said, you can compete, you would compete with paint drying on the wall, it's like everything is about one upping you know it's like oh you did that oh okay well i'm going to go off and then i'm going to come back and i'm going to do the same do what you wanted like i had one person i had had shared a lot of my you know different uh goals and dreams with and um and then that person came six months later and was like doing all of the things that i want to do those were never ever her goals. she always actually she even put me down for having those goals however she came back, we didn't talk for a long time, and then when she reached out to me, it was like, oh, guess what, I'm doing this, this, and this, and I was like, wow, it's not, those were all my goals, those weren't her goals, and that was fine, cause you, you know, do whatever you want, but there was this emptiness there because it's not really her stuff it's not really what was intrinsically motivated from her it was her saying okay i'm going to take that and i'm going to beat mari at her own thing and so now she's got this whole life that kind of doesn't even make sense because it's not hers. it's not what she'd always longed for and described and she wanted to like you know do world travel and all that and now it's like you know it's very odd so but what it is is it's getting your identity from comparing and competing Comparing and competing and one-upping and you know and 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 all that and 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 what that does is it gives you maybe some temporary satisfaction because I'm sure when she said oh you know I I did X Y Z and I was like and I sort of paused like oh that was like what she was waiting for was this big like I don't know what she was waiting for but I was like oh that's interesting. And because I am intuitive, and because I, you know, I do this work full time, I always know somebody's underlying intention, and I always know their level of integrity. What no matter what you say, please don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I always know, always, always, always. I may not let you know that I know, but I always know. And, um, and I have this conversation with other professional think, and stuff. So, and you know, I mean, most of the time people lie to themselves because. She lied to herself for months doing my whole goal list so she could, like, one-up me and compete. But then when I didn't compete back and didn't care, and didn't even really respect it because it was like it wasn't even, in, you know, it just didn't it wasn't even on the in the range or anything. It was like she was pulling on the tug-of-war rope, but there was nobody pulling on the other end. So then how much fun is that? So now she's kind of lost trying to figure out what she wants to do again, you know, because it, it wasn't her goal. So you don't want to take on somebody else's world and then try to top that, that's number one. And it's completely out, more importantly, out of alignment with who you are and the contributions that you're here to make, okay? And if you stay in a progressive frequency, and that's what we wanted to, you know, focus on, progressive frequency, that means that you are consciously moving forward or in a state of allowance allowing things to come in so you can continue to move forward. Okay? Remember, being in a state of allowance is still active. Why? Because you're you're perceiving it as there's motion. It's kind of like um, when you go to the App Store on iTunes or in your um, Droid Store on Google, and you buy an app and, you know, it says, Ask for your thumbprint or whatever and your ID or whatever and then you uh it says open, you know, get and then it says open, you know, and it and, and and you click on it and it starts to load in and you see that little circle going around. As it's loading in, you're quote in in some circles they would say you're patiently waiting for it to load in, but you're not patiently waiting. You're allowing it to load in before you start pressing buttons. Okay? Because you're allowing it and you're expecting it because you're watching it a frequency load in. Totally different than patiently awaiting. Okay? It's active. You're allowing. You're watching. You're observing. You're not holding your breath hoping that something from the great beyond is going to drop some kind of thing and bestow upon you and if you just have blind faith it'll all somehow configure and show up. I'm not saying that quote, blind faith isn't a part of this process because, and this is a good segue to the next point and perhaps our final point of the night, we'll see. <laughs> but um, that is that, and this is something I saw happen several times for me this week, is the universal energy will always top your best idea." something better so one of the reasons why you want to stay in an active state of allowance is we get very attached to our idea because we're taught when especially from the old-fashioned visualization technique tell are very focused on what we want and we should get like every doorknob in the house and what the countertops are going to look like in every window and so now we should experience it with all of our being and all this emotion and all this stuff and what that does is, if you're not careful, it creates attachment, right? It creates this white knuckled attachment. You get so emotional that you start to get anxious. It's one thing to be sending emotion towards something, like because it's sending frequency, a higher rate of frequency towards a you know a desire. So that's one thing. That's what they really need. But what it was translated as, you know, in kind of like the telephone conversation where it's just like so many people started teaching it and they're just everybody teaching it out of context and depending on. The practitioner they're only going to give you a certain amount for a certain amount of money then teach you a little bit more for more money you know this kind of thing you're never really getting the whole thing uh, what they don't really explain is that that whole emotional thing is getting emotional about what your vision is it doesn't really have to do with more than just keeping the frequencies in a forward momentum and keeping your frequency in vibrational harmony with what you're desiring because if you're sitting without it it's a totally different frequency than if you're staying with it. And if you don't align the frequency to it being there, it can never come. So you have to, you know, that's why the, that's where that act as if thing came from. And, you know, act as if you have it already. Let your emotions soar. But from a mental mind perspective, when we start to, you know, just take things out of context and try to be emotional about an idea that we have or something that we want and we get ourselves all involved, we – we go into the we go into a backwards parallel, we start forward, but then all of a sudden we flip a switch because as soon as the minute you start to feel anxious, How's this gonna happen though? When can it happen? When am I gonna get it? What how okay, I didn't see it happen for somebody else. See what you're doing? You start to immediately throw yourself backwards in the frequency. You start to Compare and compete. Well, so and so got it faster than me. Well, how long did it take her? Then that must mean it'll take me that long. Well, I wonder if I could beat her. I wonder if I could do it faster than her. If I do it faster than her, then oh, that will be even better. How? How is it going to be even better? You know, oh, I did it faster than my sister. Oh, she's behind me now. Okay, well, that's just great. What's that doing to your frequency? So what? You might be a little bit faster than your sister, but I'm telling you, when you're thinking like that, you are jamming your frequency up and you're just setting boulders in your way. And that's what happens when people, you know, they think they're going along. It's like, oh, it's going along so good and then bam, I hit a wall. Oh, something horrible happened. Oh, I can't believe it. Just when I thought I was going to get it, it just all fell apart. Why? Because you kept dropping boulders in your frequency because you're going from the wrong intention. Okay? So... I want you to really think over, you know, to give yourself some time to think about um, these concepts and to think about uh, what it means to be in an active state of allowance. In your life, what are you doing? What's really important to you? And are you in a state of, holding on, holding your breath, hoping it's going to work out. And people think they're safer that way. It's really odd. Um, I guess it's not that odd because we're taught, you know, first there's two things we're taught. One is um, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Uh, When you think about prepare for the worst, but hope for the best, which one has a stronger vibration on it? I'm not saying a more positive vibration, but a stronger pull. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. Let's hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. The strongest frequency is on the prepare for the worst. So where do you think that frequency uh, priority is? It's going to bringing the worst. Hoping for the best is purgatory because you put yourself in a hope, but there's no expectancy on that. There's no allowance on that. It's kind of like this, well, you know, but you can't really split your frequency all that much. So what you're really doing is saying, I'm going to hope for the best and I'm going to prepare for the worst. Well, you know, the chain is always as strong as its weakest link. In this case, the chain is as strong as the strongest frequency. So the strongest frequency is in the expectation of the worst because that's what you're preparing for. And you're hoping for the best, which then is a weaker frequency, so the stronger frequency wins. And you'll more than likely have more of what you would consider to be a negative experience than the positive. So the way, now I'm not saying that, you know, if you're in a place where there's lots of weather, earthquake, hurricane, you always want to be prepared. But you can prepare for the best by preparing, you know, you stare out, okay, all the worst case scenarios of, you know, storms and what they can do and you have contingency plan. With each piece of that plan, you feel a sense of relief because if it happens, you know what you'll do. So you focus instead not on it's all going to happen to us, which happens to a lot of people when they start to prepare that get really anxious. You say, No, I feel relieved because we have a plan that if this does happen, um, you know, an act of God, you know, situations that are beyond our, you know, act of control, earth uh, situations, these types of things, acts of God, this is, I'm prepared in that I know what to do. And if I know what to do and I've done the best I can in my my due diligence and uh, preparation, then I will um, have a sense of relief and then I can allow the rest of my life to flow because I know that if anything does go down, I'm ready to the best of my ability, right? Uh, That's progressive frequency. So, yes, Prepare for emergencies, for sure. Have your insurances and different things. And even even in regards to relationships and all these different things, you want to be alert. You want to be aware. You want to be diligent. But you don't want to nickel and dime yourself into a backwards frequency. Okay? So uh, I'm just going to – I don't see any questions on the board tonight, uh, but I'm just going to give it a couple of minutes. If you want to call in and ask a question – the number is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So that's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. And I'm going to talk for about five more minutes. And if we don't have questions, then we'll just wrap the show for today. Um, I've had a really long day and my foot is kind of dry. So um, I will go ahead and follow the energy of that one. Give you a couple of minutes if somebody wants to call in. Um, but with all this being said, what kind of results can you have? What can you... Uh, expect when you invest time in this type of process. And what you can expect is a much lighter sense of ease and lots of, and this is going to sound kind of childish but magical surprises and I really mean that. It is so amazing to see if you give this a chance um, how the universe and God, the power to be, the God of your understanding. I used to love this um, Trivedi, this guy who used to be on my shows. Uh, he always said, you know, he was East Indian. He'd always say, the God of your understanding. And I just thought that was so perfect. Um, so anyway, you have um, the God of your understanding will always top your best laid plans. If you stay in this type of forward motion, uh, what, you're, what you're presenting to the grid is Willingness. Okay, so this is a great word for your energetic vocabulary. Willingness. Okay? Um, you want to, and by staying in a state of active allowance, you're saying, I'm willing. I'm willing, and here's my best idea. And you can literally say in your prayer work and your alignment work, you can just say, okay, you know, your conversations with your angels, God, whoever, say, listen. Um, and you can be just as colloquial about it. and say, "Listen, you know what? This is my best idea. This is as far as my imag- little imagination engine can go. This is this is, this looks amazing to me. I'm excited about this. Uh, controlling about that, I'm like, don't top it. Okay, I don't need you to top anything. Just do what I want. Okay, just get it. Look, this is good. We're good. This is good enough. Get me my thing. But I've learned, especially over the last couple of weeks, that when I gave that up and I was willing to you know, just test it out for a week and say, you know what, I'm not going to be attached to anything. I'm just going to allow. And not allowing the sense of patience. I'm just going to allow in the sense of show me what you got. And you can literally say that. Just start your day off with show me what you got. Show me the best that you have on the on the plate for today. You know, show me your best specials of the day like you're going to a restaurant. And, um, and then see what happens. You give that a try for a week. I'm telling you, life, you want your life to change? Don't sit there with your hands folded, having this, like, you know, like, faith, you know, God knows what, you know, looking up at the sky, hoping there's somebody dropping down, talking to all your dead relatives, and, oh, you know, my, oh, he's my angel now, oh, he's going to help me, oh, maybe this is my mother, was she in the room with me? I had somebody call me, Mario, was my mother really in the room with me? I, I I don't know. I I guess if you smelled her and you felt her, of course, yeah, there she is, you know, just because they don't have a body doesn't mean they're not around. But it's just but when they call me out of context and just ask me random things like is there a curse on me? Was that my mother? You know, this kind of thing I know it's not connecting to anything. So then what's the point of investing in explaining it explaining it, you know? Because if they're not gonna connect it to something, like if I say, Okay, yeah, you have a curse on you, Oh my god, I knew it, I knew it What does it do? Then they just get pissed off and they go, who put the curse on me? When did they put the curse on me? What kind of curse was it? How do I get it off? not what's my frequency, what is that I desire, how can I get the energy to work with me, how can I configure this on the grid, How you know, there's nothing empowering about it, so why should I even address it? I tell them, you know what, there's people who specialize in that, I'm not one of those people, you go find one of those people who specialize in the curses, because that's not my thing, you know, when you're ready to fully invest in a full-blown, you know, educational frequency, you know, frequency, education, or however you want to say it, then give me a ring you know i've got a program for that you know but so don't get yourself especially if you're in the business you know like i am if you're in, because a lot of you listen to this thing are our light workers like leaders you're in the business you know. don't don't get yourself caught up in that those one-offs can go they listen they they find they find the psychic they do their thing they find that they're not going to listen anyway just move on go to the next thing you know uh, and they'll be fine. Put them in white light. Okay, they're fine. And they're going to be off on something, some other tier anyway in 20 minutes, so it's not going to matter. You don't want to overinvest. But for those of you who do, um, give this a try. And give, once you, instead of getting into patience, you know, that word patience, get into permission. and give you permission to uh, show me your best thing. What's your specials for today? Okay. All right. Well, I don't see any questions, so I think we're going to end for today. Uh, like I said, if you'd like that last spot in uh, for our summit by the sea here in La Jolla, please reach out to me at support at com. And also keep your eye on your inbox for our new class called Second Chances. If you really like this work, we're gonna really go deep. Um, it'll be a four-week class, and I always channel them, so we never quite know what's gonna come up. Uh, I'll have a basic outline when I send out the email, but just know that it will be customized to whoever's in the group and what uh, you know, whatever the, the guides want us to know for the time. And um, that's it. So we will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want you absolutely deserve it too and in this new energy anything is possible take care everybody have a great night